Wait. 
You know crowded room with me and you together All I see is you and me forever Fuck the world until they pull a lever Jamming, moving, grooving under pressure Yes sir, you got what I need Christmas Eve in the summer breeze Sip some tea, we rolling leaves Ooh, I lie, I wee wee Part of the hood I wanna know who it was That said it was all good He must have never been to the corner And spent the half an hour or longer Where you can smell reality stronger Where they sell you grease in a box And hope that you die quicker And if you're old enough to walk to the store You can buy liquor Where you can find a dice game At any time of the night And somebody gets shot or stabbed Every time is a fight Where cats die in the blue sky in the sunlight And you bound to get clowned for not holding your gun right But little kids with great game Cause they learn to take aim At a young age in the loop police with a fake name He's telling them, I'm Bobby Jackson from 3B When the fact is, he's really Rashawn from 4D Hey, this is going out to your hood straight from mine Hey, yo, let's take a walk in blue skies and sunshine Come on Blue skies Receive a rap, hustle, crack, or play ball And Gats niggas carry ain't small And cats that used to be kids when you ran the halls Is the drug lords His bra's the same chick that liked you from the fourth floor Her older brother, he the neighborhood bully You and him cool, but he keep playing your boy cause he pussy Where the old ladies be up in your B.I. Calling 9-11 every time you in the yard trying to be high Dice games can turn into a shootout quick if you saying he aced, then he saying he sixth. People waiting for the bell to get their check. In blue skies and sunshine, you gotta give respect to get respect, you know? Blue skies, blue skies. sunshine. Uh-huh. What a day. Let's take a walk in us.
come on. Fifth Ward, come on. Everybody, come on. Brick City, come on. Cabrini Green, come on. West Philly, come on. Everybody, and oh yeah, come on. If you see a girl on the block, be sure for you rush over. Cause 14 year old girls be dressed like they much older. See that young chick walking the block trying to get paid is in the same class with your sister and still in the 10th grade. And you might see your neighbor down at the corner bodega. Buying the malt liquor in exchange for a used Sega You can even buy your clothes on the block Imagine that From Versace to a Cool G sweater With a matching hat See this cat's got a big bag of stuff that he just stole It's the same old routine But it never gets old And you might catch a cab if you live on the right block from black pearl to white top, yo they might stop They got a bulletproof partition, cause niggas draw heat But the driver got a bigger one, up under the seat See cats don't really wanna kill, they tryna eat Yo ain't it a nice day to take a walk in the street, let's go Blue sky, Blue sky. sunshine, what a day Tip it 
Towing and sneaking in the shot. Can I go with you, huh? Feeling like any nigga in the room can be the guy. Feeling like every bitch trap on a skeleton of mine. Probably why I felt insecure that one night out and shot. Can I go back in time? Can I Michael J. Fox? Probably call up the Barry and turn DeLorean in a hot box. Moon child and shot crash through the stars and the touch and cry. Cry me a river. I teach you how to build a boat. I'm John Cena with the visual. You can't see me, can't see me, no. Radio episode number three. This might be a short one today. Uh, I'm in the building by myself. Uh, the homie Timothy Wright. I mean, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go as far as to call him my, you know, official co-host. Uh, he couldn't make it this week, um, but you know, more than likely he'll be back soon. And um, Wash Radio for the foreseeable future is probably gonna be a, a two-man uh, act. I do hope you, if you've heard the first two that you've enjoyed them uh it's just me today and this show was not originally designed uh for venting but um i'm gonna do some venting right now it helps okay i haven't been to my therapist uh in a while maybe i should make an appointment uh soon but yeah i haven't i haven't been to see her in a while i kind of have a comedic personality at times and i'm starting to kind of realize that joking around is how I get through what I'm going through but uh, I don't think I have you know too much comedic content you know unless it's really just off the cuff uh, today and I don't plan to do a lot of talking this will probably be under 20 minutes and then you'll just probably be like you know some songs before this and maybe some songs after this Alright, so, um, again, yeah, the Wash Radio is supposed to be like, Going Radio originally was me just venting and talking about my life. Wash Radio was supposed to be like just talking about my life, but more like from a perspective of how I feel and what I can and can't relate to, you know, more so than venting, but I I got a vent today. So what's going on in the world that's causing me to vent? I feel like I'm in the middle of a midlife crisis of sorts, um, and that that's manifested. I feel like I've been in a midlife crisis since maybe end of 2015 to all of 2016 up until like very recently when it just dawned upon me, wow, maybe I'm in a midlife crisis. Um, yeah, definitely some things I can't talk about on the mic. And I'm hoping that talking about all this, you know, clears my mind so that I can 
be productive. I feel like... Not that I'm not motivated so much as... I just feel like I'm in a little bit of a slump with my writing. Okay, where do I start? The main site that I write for, I'm not going to... If you know, you know, the bare essentials about me, you probably know the main site I write for. If you were to hear this and you go tell anybody at the main site that I write for what I'm saying then you're just a bitch ass nigga okay if anybody from the main site that I write for just happens to hear this and they feel away in the words of Jay Z just my thoughts at the time I believe he said that at the beginning of the blueprint album just my thoughts at the time okay I'm, I'm gonna say this without hopefully without offending anyone but I'm, I'm just gonna be blunt about it and it draws a correlation uh, to the to my day job as well. Uh, my day job that'll be over very soon, and we were having a meeting recently. You know, we we work virtually, all of us, but we meet by way of you know Skype chat rooms to talk with our supervisor, and she's just like, oh, trying to you know come up with ideas and and you know come up with ways to improve our job with the little time that we have left okay with you know with whatever amount of time that we have left at this job she wants to come up with ways to improve the our experience at the job or, or make our lives a little bit easier because my job is very rough at times okay and not even so much rough these days because it's just like the countdown is on to we're out of here but it's been rough for about a year now uh, at the job and this white girl she just kept it very funky in the meeting this is and this is something only a white woman could really say like i i can never say it because you know i want to keep my job and i don't you know I, I don't think the white girl lost her job over saying it, but I wouldn't be this blunt. So, you know, we're talking about ways to improve our time at the job. And the white girl says, you know, and she's not a supervisor. She's, she, like, has my job. She said, you know, it's like rearranging chairs on the fucking Titanic at this point. She said fucking and everything. It's like rearranging. She said the word fucking and everything in the meeting. It's like rearranging chairs on a fucking Titanic at this point. You know, I'm not going to be here in a few months anyway, so, you know. Like, what difference does it make? I guess that's how she put it. And I and I was like, okay, she kept it funky, but I was like, yeah, I agree. Like, everything she would say, like, I would throw my little slick shit in there, and I'd just be like, yeah, I agree. And, um, yeah, man, that that's, but... With this site that I write for, the main site that I write for, I feel like it's a sinking ship. Okay, I'm just keeping it funky. And it's rearranging chairs on the fucking Titanic uh, at this point to even try to turn things around. Um, It's a sinking ship. I don't think that's offensive to say... I don't think it's unprofessional to say. I didn't say, you know, the name of the site. But, you know, if you know me, then you know the name of the site. 
I'm not going to go into specifics on, you know, why I feel like it's a sinking ship. Um, I definitely have my reasons. Um, and I would, I would never say them on the mic. I would never even say them on social media. Because I don't, I haven't had too many, like, really awful experiences with them. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like... I mean, you could say the same thing for a Hot 97. Okay. Uh, if if you're even vaguely familiar with the radio station in New York, things are not what they were business-wise for that radio station. Things are not what they were for the site that I've been writing for since 2012. It is what it is. Like, that frustrates me a little bit. And... The last thing I've written as of this moment, I turned it in over a week ago. It hasn't run yet, so I don't. I doubt it's going to run at this point. Just small shit like that irks me, and then it affects my overall. I would say disposition towards writing, or my overall ambition towards writing, if you will. I. Uh, I have an assignment that's due about a week from today. I started it, but, and this is for another site, but I really just gotta, you know, focus and, and get that done. And I, I just haven't been motivated lately in that regard. But, you know, it's like the people up there at the other site that I'm writing for. That I'm, that I'm having a better experience with one brother in particular. He's a black man that got in a position to, to help me, and he's looking out for me the, you know, the, the best that he can, and he believes in me. And so just in the back of my mind, it's always like, all right, I can't fuck up this opportunity. Um, so that places a little bit of pressure on my shoulder, but you know I know that I can rise to the occasion. But it's just a matter of yeah, everything else going on, you know, in my mind at once. Like work really bums me out or exhausts me mentally. My day job, um, definitely can't go into details about this next part, but. You know, there there are ways that I would like to see my marriage improve. Uh, that's, you know, that's between me and her. So, there's the job that just beats me down mentally. There's not being motivated to write as a result. There's my marriage that I want to improve. Um, just, I don't know if the term is like an empath, E-M-P-A-T-H, but I think that's what empath means. Like, I feel what others are going through, and then, you know, with Twitter being, I don't go on Facebook a lot, but with Twitter being a whole, you know, the sky is falling, 24 hours a day, you know, oh, the sky is falling over Trump and um, Charlottesville recently. You know, with the neo-Nazis versus the people they were fighting and then 
you know, a white woman died. That that's a horrible tragedy. And I don't want to be insensitive to I believe her name was Heather Heyer or Heather Here, H E Y E R. I don't want to be insensitive to her passing, but I look at that like from two angles. Why is her I mean, and this is rhetorical, you should know the answer why, but why is her life treated with more importance? I'm not gonna say it's more important to me, but why is it treated with more importance than a Trayvon Martin or a Michael Brown or a you know that's number one. Why is it treated with more importance? And I'm not going to say maybe it was a good thing or maybe it was necessary. But why was that what it took for America to wake up and for the Ellen DeGeneres of the world and, you know, the, the white people of the world to say, oh, America's a fucked up place. Like, why didn't they think that when, you know, centuries of just black people were getting, you know... We're being mistreated. Now, did they feel like, oh, it's not that bad, or, you know, the darkies are exaggerating and it can't be that bad for them? Like, why did it take the death of this white woman for, them, for their eyes to open up and just now realize this is not what America's supposed to be? And I've literally seen, been seeing white people say, oh, this is not what, you know, this is not what America is. And black people are like, yeah, it kind of is. You know, like Larry David voice. Pretty, pretty much. If you're familiar with Kirby Enthusiasm, which comes back October the 1st. Like, welcome to our world. Wake the fuck up, Okay. Like, seriously, it, the black condition in this country has been like the eclipse. The death of this white woman was what it took. Or the death of this, yeah, the death of this white woman was like the eclipse. Something that doesn't happen that often. And. You know, that's what it took for, you know, for you to see the world differently. For you to see the, the moon covering the sun. That was the moon covering the sun woman was, was that white woman's death. And now everybody's, you know, standing outside like, oh, wow, like, in a different way. Like, oh, not, oh, wow, look at this, like, you know, celestial experience. But like, oh, wow, like America's fucked up. So it was like the, the reverse um, the reverse eclipse. Not a good thing that woke America up, but, you know, meanwhile, shit been bleak for us. The, the, the moon, you know, the moon covers the sun. The moon covering the sun is our everyday experience. So, it's, it's not the best analogy in the world. Hopefully you get what I'm saying. Anyway, so there's all that going on. What else? I think that's the gist of it. 
I think the, again, the midlife crisis that I'm having, it's taught me a lot about myself. I try to consider myself a very knowledgeable person about myself. I think I have what they can call, you know, what the woke people call knowledge of self. Uh, I think I'm kind of aware of who I am, but I'm still growing and I'm learning who I am. And this midlife crisis has taught me a lot about myself. I think if I were to think about, you know, a lot of things that have happened over the past year or two, I can kind of pinpoint now where they're coming from. Like, oh, it's due to this. This is what I'm going through. And then also like the empath thing is like if somebody I know personally is going through something you know whether it's you know my wife or a friend or anything I can kind of I I think I have a kind of way of like if not internalizing their pain yeah kind of like being down about or what somebody else is going through and I, I kind of have to limit that okay you know, limit my exposure to other people's sob stories and, you know, other people's situations. And you you just kind of kind of have to, you kind of have to let them go through whatever they're going to go through, you know, by themselves and, and just throw a little bit of a, you know, stay strong out there or, oh... You know, if you ever need to talk, I'm around. Like that that's a little bit cliche, but I mean it from the heart if these are people I fuck with on that level. I just gotta limit my exposure to other people's dramas and not get invested in you know, I got my own shit to deal with. Alright, so I think that's about it. Uh three year anniversary is coming up. Very soon, like next week. And I think we plan to go to a couple of restaurants and, you know, do our thug thizzle. Nothing special planned other than that. We're we're going on vacation next year and hopefully I'll be able to pay that vacation off with my severance money from my job. And I hope, you know, now that I've vented all of this out to you, I'm hoping that in the words of Erica Badu, then maybe I will feel better. Alright. If I could get over that hump. Anyway. I don't think I have nothing else to talk about. A lot of music just dropped. Like eight, nine, or ten albums just dropped. So Timothy and I do plan to discuss that soon uh, on our next recording. And yeah. Here goes some more music, I guess. Signing out for the day from Old Harlem on Twitter, from Old Harlem on Instagram, Black Fantano on Instagram. If you really want to be nosy, like B L A C K F A N T A N O, if you really want to be nosy, and if you want to see me talk about more music and you know from Old Harlem, if you just want to be nosy and see what I'm eating or you know. Anything nosy like that. Anyway.
I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a great day. Peace. And yeah, be back next week. Hopefully with Timothy. Holla. So what do you want to be when you grow up? Michael Jackson. Ah! Talk to me, say, I just want to show you something. You should put your guard down. We can be some stars now. Little mama, why you fretting? You should put your guard down. We can start now. Bitch, I just want to be, I just want to be yours. I just wanna be your type, type. You the mother type, you ain't even my hype, girl. I done been climb trees since I was like three with the palms in the sky and the sun with the breeze. You entitled to have so much fun with me. When your song come on, throw the ones at me. Booty. You see the make a bounce like a Chevy with the high. What? Try to throw me follow through the clouds in the sky. If you bounce that high, you may need a parachute. Some cushion in your boots since I eat just for your pie. I'ma eat that piece and beat the wall. Down like Jericho till it falls. Water works, put in work. Hop in the rocket, peace. Skirt, skirt.
stuck in the mud and the grime Got to choose love every time Wouldn't take much of your time It's just so clutch to be fine Yep, either you is or you ain't There's a line Got to choose love every time What's the, what's the tempo?